How are you? Alhamdulillah, so how are you doing? You here too. Please unmute yourself. There you go. Alhamdulillah. Any favorites in this surah and this juz for you guys? For me, the ayah is Kulla Yastawil Khabith wa Tayyibu, Walao Ajabaka Kafrat al Khabith. Why so? Because it's saying that like evil and good, they're not they're not equal. But however, the evil in this world is more than uh, the good. It can be more than the good. Okay, how about Noor? What's you? Any um, I would say it's a conversation of Ibrahim um, to his father and him realizing that uh, and later on him realizing that it, the, 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 the sun and the moon and the stars are, can never be our uh, lords and gods and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is far beyond even though to us the sun seems to be so massive and so huge but it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who created it and it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who controls it. MashaAllah. That's what I'm going to speak about today, actually. Oh. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow, inshallah. You guys stick around, though, okay? So, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salli ala rasulhi al-kareem. Ma ba'ad. Today, we started the recitation of Surah Al-An'am. An interesting point before we start into the we start speaking about a specific verse or a specific theme. Surah Al-An'am was the first large surah that was revealed. The first large surah. Uh, and Surah Al-Na'am is a Makki Surah, obviously being the first large, the first 10 Surahs are the largest Surahs of the Qur'an. Surah Al-Na'am comes right after Surah Al-Ma'idah, but an interesting note to understand is that in Surah Al-Ma'idah, we have all the Ahkam, because Surah Al-Ma'idah was one of the last Surahs to be revealed, the last major or the last large Surahs to be revealed. While Surah Al-Na'am was one of the first Surahs to be revealed. So in Surah Al-Ma'idah, which you studied about yesterday, and you can also view our daily Quran reflections in the evening with Sheikh Abdullah and Mufid Rahman, where they also speak about it. It generally deals with ahkam. Uh, and then Surah Al An'am has absolutely no conversation or discussion about ahkam, but rather it um, highlights the theme of tawheed and it highlights the theme of the beauty of Islam being one of the first major surahs that is being revealed. Some of us, you don't say that another name for the surah is Surah Al-Ala. That it's a, it's a surah of, of blessings. Because in this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the blessings of our life. Right? So before, rather than getting too much into the detail of the entire theme of the surah, I will speak about one specific point. Well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts the surah off by saying, Alhamdulillah, ladhi khalaq as-samawati wal-arda wa ja'ala dhulamati wal-nur. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the earth and the skies, and he created darkness and light. And Mufassirun speak about whenever Allah uses the example of darkness and light, it is being referred to as in guidance and misguidance, or hidayah, or being astray. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Baqarah speaks about that Islam came to take people out of darkness into light, meaning take them away from worshipping idols and living in ignorance to worshipping the one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This surah starts off speaking about creating a difference between guidance and ignorance, darkness and light. 
And in the entire surah, this discussion continues where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving da'wah to the people of Quraysh to recognize that this is Allah, that you have to believe in Him or you should believe in Him. And this is your Rasul who is in front of you. And these guys are giving all the excuses in the world. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, for example, وَلَوْ أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ كِتَابًا فِي قِرْطَاسٍ فَلَمَسُوهُ بِأَيْدِيهِمْ لَقَالَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَنْ هَذَا إِلَّا سَحْرٌ مُبِينٌ That even if we sent down the Qur'an on a paper, on a paper, they could actually feel it. They would say this is magic. So it's not just because you're saying it. Even if the book came down in the form of a book, they would still not believe in it. Then Allah says that if we were to send down an angel, they would say that this is an angel. We can't believe in him. So they give all the excuses that why, how should we believe in a prophet? And then they actually challenge the prophet. And they say to the prophet, and referring to like, who, who made you a prophet? Right? Who made you a prophet? What gave you the right to say you're a prophet? So Allah subhanahu wa revealed the ayah, قُلْ أَيُّ شَيْءٍ أَكْبَرُ الشَّهَادَةِ قُلِ اللَّهُ شَهِيدٌ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَكُمْ وَأُوحِيَ إِلَيَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ لِأُنْذِرَكُمْ So he said, Allah, Allah responds for the Prophet. So it's back. And he is the one that sent the Quran down to me to give you, to warn you. So he said, I don't need anyone else. Allah gave me this. And then when you fast forward to, to near the end of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala summarizes this idea that you don't really need, we don't need to have the Quran to recognize there's an Allah. We don't need to have a prophet. It helps. They're, 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 they're sub, they, they supplement us in believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah explains to the people of Quraysh, you have a prophet in front of you, you have the Qur'an in front of you, the greatest miracle. But truthfully, how Imam Abu Hanifa rahimullah would say, to believe in Allah, the greatest proof is the, are, the, are the signs around us. Are all the signs around us. And in the surah, Allah speaks about those signs in detail. Oh, al-qahiru fawqa ibadi. Oh, That he is the one that is dominant over everyone. Well, Allah speaks about there's not a single creature in this world except that Allah is taking care of them. And at near the end of the surah, Allah explains that there was a man who didn't have any prophet around him, who didn't have a Quran around him, but all he had were the ala, the signs. And there's a difference between ala and ni'am. Ala are those signs that are absolutely essential for our life. Ni'am are those things that sometimes we don't recognize as blessings. But Allah are absolutely essential and everyone recognizes them as a blessing. Hence, in the Quran, when Allah speaks about Allah, we can't deny any Allah. Allah or signs are undeniable. So Ibrahim السلام, was that individual who did not need anything else to supplement his belief into Allah, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But rather he looked at the stars and he says, oh, the stars are my Lord. And he turned away, he says, no, the stars can't be my Lord. Then he looked towards the moon. He says, the moon is my Lord. And when the moon was overpowered by the morning sun, he said, no, the sun is my Lord. This is the biggest. This is the sun is so big. It's so large. It's so, so brilliant. It's so radiant. This must be my Lord. And when the sun went away, like everything else in the world, it dips. There's always a there's always a dipping point. Sunnatullahi ida rafa'a shay'an wada'ahu wa ida wada'a shay'an rafa'ahu. A sunnah of Allah is in this world is if anything goes up it has a dipping point. 
And when anything goes down, it also goes up. And the only thing that remains consistently at the highest point is Allah, who al-Aliyyu al-Azim. Allah never goes down. And neither can Allah go higher because He's already at the highest point. Then He turns towards Allah. And He says, Inni wajahtu wajhiya lilladhi fatara samawati wal arda hanifa wa ma'ana minal mushrikeen. That no, I turn myself, wajah to wajhi. I turn my entire body, my, 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 my desires, my nafs, my, my inclinations, I turn all that towards Allah. The one that set the world and that made the skies, the heavens and the earth. Hanifa. And I have absolutely no doubt in this. I have no doubt that this is the right thing to do. And this is why Allah in the latter part of the surah says, amanu those who believe and they don't contaminate their belief with dhulm. What is dhulm being referred to over here? Dhulm is a shirkul khafi, having any form of insincerity in our a'mal. May Allah protect us from having any insincerity. Allah says those are the ones that protect themselves from, from any form of insincerity. They are al-aman, they have iman, and they are the ones that have been rightly guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, as a recap, the general theme in the surah was to speak about Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah explains this throughout the entire surah. From the beginning, He talks about that there is guidance and there is there's light and there's darkness. And all these people of Quraysh had all the proofs to believe in the light that Allah is giving them. They had the Quran, they had the Prophet, but they continue to bring excuses. But the reality of the matter is we don't that's there to help us believe in Allah. But to believe in Allah, looking at the skies, the earth, the, 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 the grass, the trees, all of this is a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there. That in everything in this world, there is a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one and the only Lord. May Allah give us the ability to continue this strength, continue to strengthen our belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to allow us to benefit from the Quran while we have it in the sunnah of the Prophet and to also take Take a, a sign from every blessing that is around us. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surah said, ayatun. And I paused. And also make us amongst those that never lose any yaqeen and have any insincerity in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakallah khair and Allah bless you all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, and please make sure to join the, the 9.30 session as well with the daily Quran reflections. Uh, we hope to see you there. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.